The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you believe that life and business success only happens when you are young and hungry? Think about some of the most famous entrepreneurs who achieve their greatest success later in life after a few trials and setbacks. Welcome to Second Wind Success with your host, Gene Garino. Get ready to take the journey. The best in life is just ahead. Here's Gene Garino. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Gene Garino, Second Wind Success, and my co-host, CJ, Carolyn Matthews. Hello, Carolyn. How are you? Hello. I'm so glad to be here with you. It is awesome. I'm so glad you could come on this week. I missed you last week. And uh, for everybody here, if you heard our show last week, it was fantastic. We had some wonderful guests who shared with us about air purification and how important that is for our health. Uh, I do residential assisted living, CJ, and you know in the homes how important that is for the residents there so that they can stay healthy. So it was great having them on and hearing their story about how they went from where they were to where they are in their second win success. You know, that's what this I show love is all it. about. Yeah. Was, yeah. I yeah. love it. Sorry, I'm a little delayed six- over here for some reason. It's, it's, uh, it's odd in the studio. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I love it. I loved hearing about that last week because uh, I know that there's a lot of individuals that can use that as well. But you, one of the most interesting things you said about that was that it made a difference in um, the health of your residents. I mean, it was noticeable yeah. to you. Yeah, and it was. It was just terrific, and I'm so glad that they came on. They were able to share. It was really good. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure everybody understands the premise here that this show is all about helping boomers find their second wind in business and in life because a lot of times it's not that first career. It's not when you're 20 or 30. It might be your second or third or fifth career that you really have your big success. So that's what we do is we bring on people who have their bigger success later on when they're 50 or 60, and it's there to inspire you. For those of you that are wondering what it is you're doing, wondering it is why you're doing it, and uh, that's what this is all about, to inspire you and give you something to go after, look forward to, and find your passion in life. That's what this show is all about. And that's one of the reasons I want to talk today on this show that we decided to talk about people who had experienced success over the age of 50. Now, the one that we all know about is Colonel Sanders, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken. He was 65. Now, he was no slouch before that, but he really hit a home run with his career after 65. And, um, you know, I find that as long as you believe you can still do it, there's lots of opportunities out there. You know, just like you with residential assisted living, you were over 50 when that started. Tell me about that. Yeah, you know, I actually started to hear about it when I was uh, 35. I want to say 35 years old, and I was hearing about assisted living from somebody who said, this is going to be a great thing to do. It's going to be an up-and-coming, burgeoning industry. And I said to myself, wow, 
that sounds exciting. I totally got it. I understood it. Unfortunately, they weren't able to teach me how or show me any more about it. But I caught wind of it, and I said to myself, wow, I do want to be in this and be a part of this. And that's really where it all came from, just that idea that, wow, I really can do this. And it is something that I was excited about, I had a passion for, and that's where it all began for me. Well, I'll tell you, um, we're all going to find opportunities like that if we keep our eyes open, and we're a little bit dedicated. You know, you have to be looking. Some things land in your lap, but you really have to be looking. And I don't know how you kind of found that, but many of your students and other people that you know that are over 50, how did they finally get their big career change or the win, as I like to call it? You know, it's really interesting because I have something called the golden thread. And it was a friend that I met. His name is Michael Carmichael. Uh, And Michael, he had shared this with me, this concept, and I thought it was just brilliant that in life, many times, one thing leads to another, leads to another. And you don't plan it. You don't see it. And sometimes, you know, you miss it because you're not looking for it. But it's so important that one thing leads to another. So I know for me, I started off as a professional musician. And as a professional musician, people always ask, what did you play? I played the drums. And some people will say, well, that's not a real instrument. Well, yes, it is. But anyway, uh, some keyboards sang and uh, played the drums. But as a professional musician, the reality is, is that you are doing something, but you know at some point on some level, there's more to life. There's more to it. It's, you realize that maybe there is a reason why you did that. Now, I don't know about you, but a lot of people become a musician because they're looking for uh, whether it be relationships, right, or they're looking for fame or they're looking for something like that. So for me, I realized, wow, that's not what I really want in life. There's more to it than that. So then the golden thread, because I was a musician, I had a music school. We were teaching others how to play uh, their instrument, and we also wanted to record, so we had a recording studio. So in order to have those things, we needed real estate, a property. So we rented a property from someone. So by renting the property from someone else, meaning we had a landlord, that landlord ended up being a pretty bad landlord. He was not fun to deal with. So we ended up saying, we've got to change. We've got to do something. We bought a house. And that was the beginning of a whole real estate career, the golden thread. So because we were into the music, we needed a property. Because the landlord wasn't good, we ended up buying one. And the whole real estate career then blossomed. Now, flash forward 20-plus years, I was actually at a real estate training. It was a multi-day real estate training, and one of the gentlemen in the front who was explaining about opportunities in real estate shared about assisted living and how with the baby boomers, this is going to be a wonderful opportunity to get involved in. And I said to myself, that's wonderful, and I asked him after, tell me more. And he said, I told you everything I know. That's all he knew. He had never done that it. Was he just it. Thought it would be it. That was it for yeah. him. <laughs> That's interesting. And he's yeah. speaking as an authority, and he was like, yeah, it's going to be a wonderful opportunity. Here are all the statistical reasons why. But he didn't know how to do it. He just knew that it was going to be that way. Is that right? Exactly. 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 And a lot of people do that. Unfortunately, I think we know that, that some people will, uh, they will tell you what to do, but they've never done it before. Right, So they're not talking from a voice of experience. They're just talking from a, hey, I think this would be great. And they're right, but they've, they can't tell you how to do it. So that golden thread, well, one great. led to the other, led to the other. 
Yeah, and so the golden thread, and I think everyone out there has their own golden thread, and it, the key is realizing that you have it in the first place. So, Jean, what you've done is, like, given them a name for that and also showed them how a connection can be made. We all have a skill set. Everything has a skill set. As a coach and um, a strategist and a consultant, I see and come in and see people's skill set and then help them make money with that. You know, it's, it's something we all have. It could be in surfboarding. It could be in surfing. It could be in, um, you know, cooking. It's amazing. Knitting. I've seen people make a second career and good money teaching and doing things or creating product from the things that they already know and love to do. Mm. And that's the other thing, passion, right? Passion, passion, passion. You got to love what you do. And if you don't love passion it, don't do it. is one of those things. You know, you have to have more of, more. to get you through the tough times, you have to do, do passion. It's so true. And I think a lot of times people, they just kind of get caught up in what they're doing or, you know, the obligations come into play where they're doing something and they do it because they have to take care of the family, which is a good thing. I'm not saying shirk your responsibilities. I'm just saying that we get caught up in that and we just do it because we have to do it. And at some point, and hopefully we're younger as opposed to older, but at some point in our lives, I want you to do the thing that you're passionate about. Uh, unfortunately, I think, CJ, a lot of people wait until they're retired, quote-unquote. I'm going to wait till I'm 65, and now I'm going to go climb a mountain, write a book, write a song, whatever it may be. Do it now. Do it now while you're young. I mean, expend the energy now because later on you may not have the energy. And I think by doing things, you get more energy. So it's really a matter of finding your passion and going for it. And second win success. What is success? There's a whole topic itself that we need to explore. What is success? Because success for one is different for success for someone else. So when we talk about second win success and helping boomers discover their second win in business and in life, when we talk about business, you mentioned Colonel Sanders and Martha Stewart. She's another one. She didn't start when she was 15 or 20. That career itself came from all those passions of cooking and decorating and so on, built it into an empire. And then she parlayed it into a, a stay in a you know cupcake prison or something, but <laughs> a whole different topic. Well, that was a totally different topic, and I got a whole thing about that. I mean, I, I, I don't know. That stuff goes on all the time, Jean, it and does, she it just does. happens to get nailed for it. You know, I just had an issue. But you know, there are a lot of – Vera Wang uh, is a designer, but she was an accomplished uh-huh. figure skater and a fashion editor before that. And um, she wasn't 50. She actually um, started after the age of 41. Uh, when she started up on her designer stuff. Um, but we've heard about Tim and Nina Zagat. They um, ah, yes. were travel. Travel and dining. They started out in dining, and they were over 50 when they kicked it in and uh, kept doing that. Um, we also have Robin Chase. This is very recent. Um, these are people that are over the age of 40 because I know a lot of us, even though we're talking about 50 and older, there are a lot of us that are like, you know, 40 is the new 30, but in a lot of ways, 40 is the new 50 because we can do so much more at 40 than we could do a generation ago. 
And uh, so these people at 40 are dumping their old careers and getting on to doing what they really like doing and making money at it. And Robin Chase is one of those. She's the CEO, or Robin, he, he's the CEO of Zipcar. She is. And, um, and so they came up with a car sharing company in the year 2000 in um, San wow. Francisco, New York. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there's so many ideas out there, and I think that one of the things that, uh, and, and I'm going to say boomers, right, boomer generations, 55 to, to 70 years old in this boomer generation of ours, the bottom line is that we are in better position today than we ever were before to be an entrepreneur, to do that, whatever it is that you're passionate about. And just think about it for a minute. Instead of having to worry about raising small kids and putting them through school, for a lot of us, those kids are grown. So now it's just me. It's just me and my family, me and my spouse. In addition to that, we have some skills that we didn't have before. We have some history. We have some, when we talk about starting a business, it's not just this amazing thing that we've never done before. For some of us, we've done it a number of times. So it's just starting another one. And I made mistakes. I know what to avoid. And I know what works. So I know what to do. So we're way ahead of the game. And even if you're brand new at this, and, and I take for granted, uh, CJ, that a lot of people can start a business, that entrepreneurship is, is easy. But I know for a lot of people, they've never done that before. And they're looking at it saying, wow, how do I even take step one? And I've done it so many times with business that for me, it is easy to do, to take step one through 28. But for them, it's step one, step two. So the point is, you're in a better position a little older, a little more mature, some of those other things in life are settled. You have control of your time. Maybe you already have some of the finances in place. Instead of worrying about having the primary income, maybe this is the secondary income. And maybe you're doing it, that success is doing it for the sake of doing it. That success comes in the doing and knowing that others are benefiting from what you're doing and the activity or what you're adding to the world. And it's not a monetary or it's not where... We're taking over the world or we're making a lot of money. It could be changing lives in a much different way. Well, you know who that makes me think of is um, homes, the homes where you get to gather a bunch of people together and build a home. What's the name of that? Former President Carter uh, participates in it all the time. Help me out. Uh, Yes, they Um, I know what you're talking about. Restore, they do the uh, Habitat for Humanity. Their retail site is called Restore. Yeah, but Habitat for Humanity. Very cool. That's they have another classic thousands example. and thousands and thousands of homes. Amazing, isn't it? So, so yeah, and, and they've made, talk about changing the world, and that's kind of how that came about. And it, it's developed into this large um, company and a thing that changes the world. We, we, as mature adults, have a ton of opportunity, like you said, because we've learned so much that we can bring with us into uh, managing and into getting things done. And also we have a large sphere of influence just because of the sheer number of years that we've been on this world. And um, yes. we make friends and we have friends who have friends. And so I think there's a more of an ease, like you said, of starting up a business in today's world, especially with the Internet and uh, the online presence that we can create for ourselves, it's, it's amazing. So for me, yeah, I, I, I love it. Time, go ahead. Yeah, and I think a lot of times what people, they, they kind of underestimate the value of that, that longevity of having relationship. 
and relationships with people when you know somebody. I was doing something uh, just the other day. It's a project that you and I are working on, CJ, putting something on Eventbrite, letting people know that we're coming to Dallas, Texas, and in Dallas, Texas, uh, we're going to be coming there to do a training on residential assisted living. And uh, it's May 13th. For anybody who wants to know, come to our website, ralacademy.com, to learn more. But as I was putting that together and putting it out, and then I put it on Facebook, and I think a lot of boomers sometimes are a little bit afraid of social media. Don't be. Let somebody share with you how to do it. But as I was putting it out there, I was tagging some other people. So it's a way of attaching other people's names to it because I want to make sure that they know that it's there. But also as I was doing that, it was reminding me, wow, this person could be a good contact for those people in that area to invite them to come to this training. And the contacts and the depth of those relationships and the longevity of them, very, very important. So relationships, important. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I want to mention this because a lot of us that get into our 50s, we may not be in the best shape anymore. But I don't know (laughs) if you remember one of the most famous people, Julia Child. She started her television show, The French Chef, at age 51. So, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. And I don't know if you ever remember her scene where she's cooking a chicken and she drops it on the floor. I don't know if you remember this. You all have to look it up on YouTube. I'm sure it's there. And she sort of picks it up and kind of brushes it off. And she goes, what they don't know won't hurt them. And then she goes around and continues to prepare. Because this was all done live pretty much when she, when she was doing TV shows at the age of 51. It was pretty much all shot live. You just kept going. And that's kind of a thing for life, too. Right? If you drop yep. the chicken, just keep going. <laughs> it's a good just, life if lesson. If you drop the chicken, just keep on going. I love it. So, on Second Wind Success, it's all about helping boomers find their second win in business and in life. So, as you are listening to CJ and I talk about this, and as we bring guests into the show and they share their experience and where they've been and where they're going, I want you to be looking for the passion. I want you to be thinking about what can you do today? Where is it you want to be tomorrow? The concept of this second win success in your life personally. Because frankly, it's great to hear stories about others, but it's about where you are, where do you want to be. And second win success, we want to hear from you. If you'd like to communicate directly with us and you want to share with us your story or you'd like to ask us a question, send me a quick email at gene at ralacademy.com. That's G-E-N-E at R-A-L Academy dot com. This is Second Wind Success, the radio show. We're going to be right back. We'll talk to you soon. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. If you've been thinking about mom... Dad, are they safe? Are they comfortable? Are they able to take care of themselves? Well, maybe you're ready for assisted living for mom or dad. I know you don't want to put them in a home because if you're like me, when mom and dad needed help, you didn't want to just put them in a big box facility with 100, 200 people. No, you they lived in a home and you want to keep them in a home. Well, I found a solution. It's called Sweetwater Pines, upscale assisted living in a very, very comfortable home setting right near Scottsdale Road and Cactus in a beautiful, gorgeous home. If you're looking for 24-hour care where they're safe 
and taken care of and loved on. All the food, all the medication management, everything they need, and a great place for you to come and visit as well. Well, there it is for you. If you'd like a tour just to check it out and see what it's like, give a call, 602-430-5382. That's Sweetwater Pines at 602-430-5382. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. The boomers are here. You can't stop this silver tsunami. It's here And this is your opportunity. If you'd like to learn how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine with residential assisted living, the Residential Assisted Living Academy is your opportunity. What we do is we show you how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine. To learn more, call 480-704-3065. That's 480-704-3065. Or come to our website at ralacademy.com. That's R-A-L-Academy.com. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Second Wind Success with Gene Garino. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to Gene at RALacademy.com. That's G-E-N-E at RALacademy.com. Now back to Second Wind Success. All right, all right. This is Gene with CJ Carolyn Matthews, and we're here with Second Wind Success. This show is all about helping baby boomers find their second wind in business and in life. So if that's you, this show is for you. Now, right now, you literally could be driving in a car, heading on home. You, you worked for somebody else. You put in your eight hours, your 10 hours, you're, you're driving home. And you're wondering, what is going on in my life? I mean, my goodness, I'm working for somebody else making their dreams a reality. I want to encourage you to dream again for yourself, to think about what do you want to do? Where's your passion? What are those things you want to do, go see, have? You know, when you were a kid, they asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And we kind of just think, I don't know. And then when you get older and you graduate from high school, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? And some people have a plan. I mean, some of those kids had a plan, like, I'm going to be a doctor or whatever. But today, what are they doing? Are they doing what they thought they were? Did that plan change? Some people are still living that plan, that dream that they had 20, 30, 40 years ago. But they haven't even thought about what do they really want today in 2017, what do you want today? So that's what I want you to be doing, and that's what this show is all about. As we bring on guests, and those guests share with us about their second win success, what they did, where sometimes they go from a teacher, like last week's show, we had Paul who came in, he was a teacher in academia, and then he moved into a tech startup. And in the tech startup, he wanted to do something that was not just about making money, not just about technology, but something where he can help other people with their health. Because in one of the principles in the company, asthma was an issue with their daughter. So they went to air purification where they can make money, a tech startup, and the health aspect. 
Now, I do residential assisted living where we help the elderly. There's a lot of people. It's a big, huge opportunity. Financially, we can make a lot of money, but we can help a lot of people as well. So when we talk about what we want to do, what we want to be, the passions that we have, that's what I want you to be thinking about. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Who do you want to meet? What are those dreams that you have? Start dreaming again. Don't just stuff it. Start to dream once again. There's a guest that we're going to have on the show soon, and his name is John Turnoff. And John, he wrote a book called Boomer Reinvention. Boomer Reinvention. I love that title. I just want to interject that I love that title because, boy, that talks to me. Yeah. And we've got to reinvent ourselves, and that's, in essence, what the book is all about. Now, he does life coaching for people as they're boomers reinventing themselves, but he's done a lot of research, and a lot of it was personal research because he started off as an actor, and then he moved into where he worked at DreamWorks and doing some of the tech there. And then in DreamWorks, and I don't know if you remember, I do, when, they, when DreamWorks was first created and, and you know, Jobs was involved there and, and the whole bit, and they created these short films, and it was so new and unique. But eventually, all of that kind of went away, and now they're doing something different. So his job got phased out. And he, he goes through in his book talking about the whole story of how they came to him. And it wasn't with animosity. And it wasn't with, you know, malice. It was just, you know, hey, man, we love you. We love your work. And what you did for us was great, but we're moving to a different direction. Wow. You know, some of you are in jobs today that are akin to the teletype. You know, you're still there punching the clock, but they could replace you. And that's really one of the big things that's, that's coming out today is automation. You know, generations, uh, 18-year-olds are working next to 50 and 68-year-olds right there, and they're both looking at the same thing. That machine can replace us. I remember when the president came out and he talked about how ATM machines have replaced jobs at the banks. And I'm thinking to myself, well, good. I'd rather deal with the ATM machine. They're very efficient, effective. They can get it done. They keep records. They spit out the receipt. They take a picture if something's wrong. When I have to go in and I have to talk about, well, how's your kids? How's the dog? How's this? It's like, ah. I'd rather just do it automated, and we're so used to that now. And I remember when they announced this, maybe you do too, CJ, where they announced the concept of they're going to automate the fast food restaurants where there'll be machines making your burgers. And as soon as they said that, I'm like, perfect. I love it. Because how many times have I gone into the restaurant where you just want it fast and simple and easy, and they get it wrong? I ask for no cheese, and you unwrap it, and there's cheese. Worst thing. So what am I going to do? Scrape it off, and now you still taste the cheese and the whole bit. It's... But a machine, uh, theoretically, not going to get it wrong. I don't have to worry about, is there any human interaction that I didn't want to have? Now, I'm going down a a rabbit hole here, you guys, because (laughs) by getting rid of, yeah, getting rid of the humans in that, that's going to eliminate jobs. But here's the deal. What kind of life-fulfilling job is that anyway, to be making burgers for somebody? For whatever it is that you do, is it really fulfilling your dream, a need, something that you ultimately want to do? Or is it just a job that you have to make money, something that you feel that you need to do to survive or be responsible? You know, the reality is you should decide what you want to do and then do it. Focus on it. Give your all. Be the best because then you're going to get paid the most and people will love what you do. And they're going to want to be with you and do what you do and have what you have. And it's a beautiful thing. So, CJ, I've said enough. What do you, what do you have to say? Do you want to share something on that topic? Yeah, you know, absolutely. So the I got to say this because I'm going to always make a movie reference or some type of reference. <laughs> I, I love it. You know, they always screw you in the drive-thru. 
That's, you know, I don't know if you remember that line from Lethal Weapon, the original Lethal Weapons. And, and you know, he goes on, he does a riff on, they always screw you in the drive-thru. And, you know, it's a little true. And with machines, that's unlikely to happen because they're going to make it just the way you want it every single time. I don't see that happening mm. anytime soon. And I thank goodness for all the people who do that work because they keep me fed when I'm on the road. So thank <laughs> you for that. Thank you for that. And also I'm going to tell you a quick story in Florida, a place near treasure Island. Um, I had a good friend of mine that always went to this particular McDonald's because they had Wi-Fi, and the owner of that McDonald's would basically take every single one of those people under his wing and make sure that they learned everything they needed to learn to go out and go open another McDonald's or to go be an entrepreneur. And that was the best McDonald's I ever went to. So just a shout out to um, the Treasure Island McDonald's. Uh, I love you guys. And um, so I also want to mention we talked about acting. So we always think you need to be young and all this type of thing for, uh, to get on TV. That is not true. Troy mm-hmm. Behar, I, I mean, do you ever watch The View? Probably not. It's kind of a girly show. I mean, it's an, a girly show. So Joy Behar, um, as she was a co-host on The View, she was a high school English teacher who didn't launch her show business career until after the age of 40. After the age of 40. So it's out there, guys. If you just do not limit yourself by rules that somebody else made up. You know, the, uh, Morgan Freeman, if I'm not mistaken, he's the guy who did not come to film and TV until much later in life. Morgan Freeman, we all know him as the voice of God, right, in uh, yeah. Jim Carrey's movie. But but I, I think he's one. And, and all of the, a lot of those actors, I mean, the Pacinos of the world, they, they just are aging so well. They're really good as they get older, and they're, they're really good. I look at somebody like a Sean Penn. I mean, he was great when he was a young man, a kid. But now as he gets older, my goodness, the depth of what he does is that much better, too. I saw a movie with Ben Affleck. I have to shout out on that. I saw The Accountant uh, the other night. Mona and myself saw that one, The Accountant. Ben Affleck, again, a young guy when he was there with Matt Damon doing his thing with Goodwill Hunting and the whole bit. But The Accountant, he's really good. He has gotten You know, I've been thinking about watching that movie. So you liked it. So you liked his acting. But how was the movie itself? You liked it, right? Very good. I, I hardly ever recommend movies, but that is one that I can definitely say that is a good one. Highly recommend it. You uh, definitely would be a good one for you to watch, no doubt about it. I'll put it on my movie list. And that's another thing that we can do in our lives after the age of 50 is nowadays with YouTube and cameras so inexpensive and everything, you can produce your own movie. I mean, it's an independent. You put it into independent film festivals if you want to do that, or you just put it up on YouTube and have people get, you can make your own documentary. There's a big wide world out there that really is available to you as long as you go out and go get it done and grab it. I'm going to share about a friend of mine. His name is Sharif. And Sharif, uh, he's French-Egyptian. And when I first met Sharif, it was probably 15 years ago. And when I met Sharif, a wonderful man, just a tremendous man. And his career kind of went this way. He got into hotel management. And he started in hotel management. And I want to share this story because I think it will be inspirational for a number of people that are listening. 
And in hotel management, he started off doing everything that you need to do. As a hotel manager, you're kind of a jack of all trades and you do everything and everything, the buck stops here. Everything comes to you and you must take control and you must take care of everything. So he was working and he was doing a great job. He had been in that hotel, in a Hilton hotel, uh, managing that hotel for a period of time. And uh, one of the customers, clients, came to him and saw how well he was doing, and he said, you know, what is your goal? Well, I'm going to be the, the, he was kind of a, an assistant manager at that time. I want to be the, the manager of this hotel. That is my, my dream, my passion. And he said, I want you to work for me. And he said, well, what, what do you do, and what would this be? Talk about the golden thread. And he said, you're going to have to, in essence, quit your job tomorrow. You're going to come work with me. I'll have a plane ticket for you. It'd say yes or no right now, and that's it. He said yes. And he went with him. And this went down a career path, this golden path, where instead of being a hotel manager, which he would be an awesome hotel manager, everybody would have a wonderful experience. He would treat them like royalty. It would be great. He went to work for this gentleman who is a multi-billionaire and working with him in a business capacity, kind of as his right-hand man, and, and sharing everything with him about how he does business, why he does it, and so on. He worked with him under his tutelage, working with him, doing everything that he asked him to do for a number of years. I believe the number was seven. This period of time that he was going through this process, working for that seven years, he was learning a lot. And as he was learning, he realized, wow, I should start to do some of these things too. And then he eventually went to his employer and said, I feel like I need to start moving on and doing my own. And his boss at that time said, it's about time. I was wondering why it took you so long. So that's exactly what he did. He went on his own. And we're going to have him as a guest on the show, so I don't want to give away all of the secrets. But at this point in I'm time... I'm excited. I'm excited oh my about goodness. that. Yeah. Well, he's very, very cool. And so at this point in time, he now owns tens of millions of dollars worth of commercial real estate on, in three different countries himself, very much so like his predecessor, his boss, the one who took him under his wing. He has cracked the code, and that's the way that I put it, for tax benefits and tax uh, programs in Puerto Rico. And Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. It's a territory, so it's not a foreign country. It's not offshore. But these benefits translate to all U.S. Uh, investors and so on. But he has cracked the code and such a way that now he is a world-renowned uh, authority on this topic, which is a very hot topic right now. So we will bring him on as a guest on this show. And uh, But just phenomenal, that golden string. Because he could have easily said, nope, that's it. I'm going to become the manager, and he would have been there to this day. Uh, he actually owns his own boutique hotel in, in Old San Juan, Puerto Rico. I've stayed. I was, actually, I was the first guest when he opened up the hotel. It was really? very, very cool. Yeah. I'm excited it about having great. him on the show because that whole, that Puerto Rico is a really great place because it's still the U.S. There's a lot of the great laws. They, you know, they were fighting some bankruptcy issues. And so they decided to make it easier for people to go down there and have a huge amount of tax advantages, both in the real estate side and also just income. So as, mm-hmm. a, as a place to go live, it's beautiful. It's in the Caribbean. I'm excited to hear more about that because medical care is just as good and um, it's not so far away from the U.S. that you're like you're in some foreign country that takes 24 hours to get back from. 
I'm I'm thrilled about that. So let me ask you something else, Jean. You sure. we talked about the golden thread and how important um, it was just to kind of, you know essentially take a look at your path and what you have. If you were to say out of every skill set and talent, and I, I already have my answer, what do you think is the most important <laughs> thing when you're doing your second, third, fourth career, when you're looking for your form of success? And we'll define success later. So what is the, the number one skill set to have that translates everything? Yeah. Transcends them all? I'm going to yeah. say, and I don't know what you're going to say, so it's very interesting. This, I'm gonna, we're going to have you say yours too. For me, it's communication, the ability to communicate, and that is not just talking, it's listening. Uh, God gave us two ears and one mouth, and I think he wants us to use it in that ratio. So communication, and you, what say I'm you? I'm laughing because as we talk the whole time on, on radio, because both <laughs> of you and I are talkers for sure, <laughs> um, I think it's um, decision, decision. Uh, Decision. For lack of a better word, decision and determination, meaning you mm. make the decision. You're always making the decision. And to me, uh, it's keeping that in a positive light. You're always making the decision to get what you want and go after what you want. You know, that one is huge. I, I have trained hundreds of thousands of people all over the world on business and entrepreneurship and that right there, the ability to make decisions and be decisive is critically important to success, uh, especially in business. You can always make a new decision. You can always change direction, but you can't move forward until you make a decision. And, uh, you know, it's really interesting. I know we're coming up to our break here in just a minute, but I, I have a sister. I love her dearly. Her name is Anne. And Anne, one of the things in her life that, she struggles with, and I think many people do, is the uh, how difficult it is, how much of a challenge it is sometimes to make a decision. And the ability to make a decision is a skill, and it's really important to be able to have that skill. So on Second Wind Success, when we talk about people that have done something, others that have done things, it's up to you to decide what it is that you want to do and make that decision that you're going to do it. I do know in my life that there's been times where others have said, I think you should do this, or I think you would be great at this, or I, you know what, it doesn't matter what other people think. It's what you decide you want to do, and decision is a great one. And communication, the ability to not only share your thoughts, but listen to what others say so we can bring it all together is very important. We're going to come back in just a little bit here. This is Second Wind Success, the radio show, all about helping boomers find their second wind in business and in life. I'm Gene Garino, and I want to thank our sponsors, Adagio Gardens, Sweetwater Pines, and RAL Academy. If you want to, uh, if you need a home for mom, go to Adagio Gardens, Sweetwater Pines. If you want to learn how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine, RAL Academy is for you. We'll be right back with Second Wind Success. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. The boomers are here. You can't stop this silver tsunami. It's here. 
and this is your opportunity. If you'd like to learn how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine with residential assisted living, the Residential Assisted Living Academy is your opportunity. What we do is we show you how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine. To learn more, call 480-704-3065. That's 480-704-3065. Or come to our website at ralacademy.com. That's ralacademy.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. Have you ever wondered how mom is doing today? I mean, you're at work, you're comfortable, but is she? Is she okay today? Your mom, your dad, she may need help. He may need help, but you're not sure what to do. I know you're not ready to put mom in a home. Nobody ever is. But here's the deal. Is she able to take care of herself? And if you're not quite sure, you're not quite ready, here's what I did. When my mom needed help, I started to look, and I didn't want a big box solution, 100, 200 people, like an apartment or hotel. I was looking for a home, and I found it. Adagio Gardens, right here in Phoenix, a comfortable home with a group of seniors my mom's own age, dad's own age, where she can be taken care of 24-7. Whether they need medication management or housekeeping and all the food, everything is provided in a very comfortable home life. So if you're looking for a safe place for mom where she can be taken care of, check out Adagio Gardens. I did. Give them a call, 602-430-5382. Adagio Gardens, 602-430-5382. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Second Wind Success with Gene Garino. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to Gene at ralacademy.com. That's G-E-N-E at ralacademy.com. Now back to Second Wind Success. All right, all right. This is Gene with CJ Carolyn Matthews, and we're here with Second Wind Success, and this show is all about helping boomers find their second wind in business and in life. You know, a lot of people, they don't hit it right off the bat. They don't get their first career and, and hit that home run. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. But I have to say, too, it's easier when you're a little bit older. You've got some experience. You've got some, you got some mileage. You've got some of that gray hair, and you earned it. You know, you learn some lessons along the way. You know what to avoid. You know what to do. You know how to get things done. You know who to hang out with and who not to hang out with. A lot of times in life, I think it's putting yourself in a position to succeed is as important as anything else. I happen to be in Seattle right now. And in Seattle, Washington, it's just uh, really neat to be here in this city because there's a lot of entrepreneurship happening. There's a lot of businesses here. There's a lot of creativity here and people just making it happen. Uh, Some places you go to and it just feels like Gotham City. (laughs) You know, it's just like gold and dark and dingy. Seattle is just like, it's vibrant. Even when it's gray and cloudy, it's, it's vibrant. It's not everybody drinking coffee, but there's a lot of technology and there's airlines and there's all kinds of things happening. But the people, the attitude, and that's really what it is. I, I love hanging out with people who are making things happen. Ha- hanging out with people who want to share with each other. 
hanging out with people that have thoughts and they want to share those thoughts. And that's what Second Wind Success is all about, doing something new, finding your passion, getting a dream, finding that dream, allowing yourself to have that dream, and moving forward with that dream. You know, some of you, again, maybe you downloaded this and you're listening to it later, so maybe you're, you got the headphones in, your eyes are closed, and you want me to soothe you to sleep. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm going to poke you, nudge you a little bit, right? I'm poking you right now, trying to wake you up out of the ether. Because for whatever reason, you're on that wheel, you're doing the same old, same old, and it's time to do something new. You know, there's a little exercise. I want you to think about this in your mind. Picture it if you would. Take 100 boxes, 10 by 10, grid work. 100 boxes, that's your life. You know, if you live to 100, a lot of people think, oh, that's great, live to 100. Well, what is it? Is there, are you putting in time? Is this a sentence we have here on Earth? So if you live to 100, got it. But what did you do with those 100 years? Now, you weren't born yesterday, so whatever number of years you're alive, for me, 56 already have come and gone. I'm in year 57 now. I'm 56 years old, so boom, cross off the first 56 boxes. That only leaves 44 boxes. Now, the average guy in our country today isn't going to make it to 100. They're going to make it to probably 78, something like that. So let's see, 56, 78, that's only 22 boxes left. That's not a lot of time. That's not a lot of full moons left. There's not a lot of times and moments and opportunity. So it's up to us to make the most of it. What do you want to do? What are your dreams? What are your passions? I love hanging out with all kinds of people, young, old, every every type of person, but I like to hang out with people that have something going on in life. Even if I don't agree with what they're doing, like their politics or what they're doing, if they're, if they're heading in a direction, and I don't mean disturbing, right, but if they're heading in a direction that they're doing it with passion, it's what they believe in, great, doesn't mean I need to get on their bus and go with them, but they're moving somewhere. I like that. I'd much rather have that than somebody just sitting on the, the bus of life and just taking a ride to nowhere. It's kind of silly when you see that, that you see these people riding a bus physically or, you know, theoretically or in life, just kind of going through the paces. We're talking theoretically, Gene. Definitely theoretically. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, it's a true thing. You're either growing or you're not. Um, and, yeah. and look, we can't define success for other people. I mean, you and I both know that. Each person has their yeah. own vision of success. Like I have a friend of mine, his vision of success was... Uh, a two-story house, white picket fence, a wife, and three kids, a good car, and a boat, and an RV. To him, he loved that, good art and good food. That was the lifestyle that he considered successful. I also know other people that live with a backpack. They consider that successful. I like more. Mm -hmm. I like a little bit more money. I like to fly, fly first class. Um, I like to have a bunch of money in the bank so I feel safe. That's success to me, along with a nice home and good relationships with people, you know, like yourself, Gene. <laughs> so yeah. that's my success. Now, yeah. the other thing, too, is we talked about uh, this where maybe we didn't quite get it right the first or second time, but the other big thing is burnout. You know, people get burnout on their careers, especially a lot of attorneys that I know. I know we've talked about attorneys before, but the truth of the matter is, is that some of these people are very good people that after a while Mm -hmm. going through all the muck of life because of what they have to deal with, they're like, you know, I'm done and I want something Mm -hmm. else. And so they may go back to school. That's another thing that goes on. Now I have a warning about that. And um, (laughs) what it is, is 
don't overspend on going back to school. That's my warning. Uh, you know, it's interesting, going back to school, the concept of learning something new is different than getting a piece of paper to prove to somebody else, hey, I got a piece of paper from filling the school name. Because you can learn by just going to the Internet these days, and you can go on YouTube and Google and you can learn so much. It's amazing what's out there, the incredible amount of information that's available. But at the end of watching YouTube videos for a year and a half, you're not going to get a piece of paper saying you graduated from YouTube University. Actually, that's interesting. That, Wait a there's minute, a domain they do have get. that. <laughs> Somebody's already got that. They got to have that one. YouTube University, but the you know concept of learning is. God, you're going to say something. I was like, you know, they do. You know that there. It's like you said. There's a concept of learning, and then there is like a certificate from uh, a big name school or something like that. The thing is, is that mm-hmm. knowledge doesn't always equate to a piece of paper. So you have to really mm-hmm. define your own success. You do not need that piece of paper to be successful. You may need it to do the job you want to do and you know and so therefore you need that piece of paper because you have to prove to people that you're doing this but most other most of us when we get to our age unless we're becoming an engineer or a nurse or something like that really the need to go to university isn't there because because we have so much knowledge and experience that a lot of people just want to hire us for that. If we're looking to get hired mm-hmm. someplace, you know, um, that knowledge is really something that you already have a lot of. But, you know, like there's a person I know that's 50 that decided that he, he was an attorney and wanted to go back and be a nurse. He needed to go to school. That's good because we also know that he'll get paid enough to pay off any school loans that he may have needed. Uh, to go to school, but other careers don't, some of them don't do that, and you're, you get out of school just to, if it's about the pay, be careful about going back to school, that's what I'm going to say, you know, because you need to have enough to cover your costs of school, yeah. so that you're not under that's a great point. horrible debt. Yeah, that's a great point, and there's other ways of learning, too, I mean, we mentioned the idea of going online, we mentioned the idea of going to a university, and you can read books, you can take courses. I think that I would learn a language, I think, faster if I were to just go live in that country for six months and just put myself in that position of I have to learn the language from a real-life perspective, and my goodness, wouldn't that be more fun? And instead of going to a school and let me learn all the nuances of the language, let me go live in that country with people that speak that language, learn the culture, and let me spend my ten or $15,000 in living expenses for six months there, just living life, even basic, as opposed to going to school and paying tuition for six months or a year. Uh, so anyway, I'm an experiential learner, and I think a lot of people are these days. We learn a lot by doing, and you know, maybe not as much by reading or listening to somebody else. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? Uh, the doing is, and doing is where the fun is, unless it's a scary proposition. But yeah, doing is, doing is where the fun is. And so I think a lot of us would like to travel more, and because of the jobs that we have, may not be able. We may not be able to do that. I know you and mm-hmm. I, Jean. Um, we designed our lives so that we could have experiential learning. That was success to us. To be able to fly somewhere and still do our work and make money while we go and get to 
do travel or experience or speak in front of, of audiences and help people, those are things that um, those are things that you design when you're at that crossroad and you're deciding what success means to you and how you want your lifestyle to live. That's when you make your plans. You have your career fit into your life, not your life fit into your career. Mm, well said. Well said. You know, and that idea of success, and, and that is a topic that in Second Wind Success, right, we can d- dissect that right there, but Second Wind Success, success is different things for different people. I do believe that when you're younger and, and with less experience, that we define success by how others see us a lot of times. And I think, again, I've got kids. I've got four kids. My youngest is 19. But when I look at my kids, I see myself, and I see how they uh, experience others experiencing them and looking at them and, and what they expect out of themselves based on the reflection that they get back from other people. So somebody may be very successful, and somebody may think they're not successful because somebody else says, oh, but you didn't graduate from college, or you didn't get your master's degree, so you're only a X and you're not an X plus, right? So, oh, stop. You know, what is your success? And you said something else very cool, the concept of somebody may have success living in a van, climbing mountains, and that is their success. That's what they want to do. And frankly, that's what it's all about for them. And others may look at that and say, oh, my goodness, that person is a slacker. They're not, no, that's their success. Vice versa, they may look at somebody else working 12 hours a day on their business, building that business, saying, you're crazy. That's nuts. What are you doing? Don't you ultimately want to just live in a van and climb mountains and so on? No, right or wrong, just different goals, different people, different, what do you want out of life? And that's what it's all about. Everybody is a little different, and it's up to you to decide what you want. Again, your passion, your dream, your passion so that you do what you want to do. Agreed. Agreed. And I think a lot of us were so busy in the wheel trying to get things, Mm. you know, trying to provide for the kids a roof over the head, the, all of that, that we, we just didn't get a, um, we just didn't stop. We didn't have the time to stop and figure out what we really wanted to do. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, you've heard that phrase, stop and smell the roses. And unfortunately for a lot of people, that stop and smell the roses doesn't happen till a sickness, illness, an event in their life comes upon them where they're forced to, they have to. And, you know, guys, I, I hope you're listening to me when I, when I say this. Don't do that. Don't be that person who waits. You just run, run, run until something happens and you're forced to stop and smell the roses. Enjoy every moment. There are certain things we can change in life, certain things that we have control over. There's a lot that we don't. But second wind success, what the premise of this show is, the whole purpose of this is to help you discover how you can get to where you really want to be. But the first thing you have to do is decide, what is that? Where is that? What does that look like? And I always encourage people to be thinking about five-year-olds. When you think about a five-year-old, they like to ask questions. They're curious. They're learning everything in life. Why is the sky blue? Why this? And you give them a great answer, at least you think it is, and then they come back with another why question. And you give them another great answer, and they come back with another why question. But you know what? You need to do that to yourself. Be a five-year-old in your own life. Ask yourself why. 
Why do you go to work? Well, I need to make money. Well, why? Because money makes the world. Well, why? And if you go deep enough, you're going to come down to the point where you're going to get to what really drives you. And once you find that and discover that, you can design your life to get to where you really want to be, what ultimately will make you happy. Second win success, what this is all about is to help boomers find and discover that second wind in business and in life. I so much appreciate you being here and listening. This is Gene Garino with our co-host, CJ, Carolyn Matthews, and we're just so excited to be sharing this with you. And as we bring guests on, please share this show with other people so that they can hear it too. If you'd like to, uh, if you need any information about any of our sponsors, just send me a quick email at G-E-N-E at R-A-L-Academy.com. That's G-E-N-E at R-A-L-Academy.com. I want to thank our sponsors, Adagio Gardens and Sweetwater Pines. If you're looking for a wonderful place for your mom or dad or grandma or grandpa in assisted living, that's the place to go. And if you'd like to learn about residential assisted living, go to RALacademy.com. That's RALacademy.com. This is Second Wind Success with Gene Garino and CJ Carolyn Matthews. Thank you. Thank you. Do good and do well. Thank you for joining us this week. Second Win Success with Gene Garino can be heard every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember to stay the course. Good times are just ahead.